this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Hello, howdy, everybody. Sam Goodman, the Hob Nerd, bringing you another episode of the Hob Nerd Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad that you are here with me. Today, we have another interview. I know, I've been kind of kind of bringing them back, and I was so pumped to get to talk to the amazing, the phenomenal Chance Roberts. And Chance wrote a book called The Beginner's Guide to the Environmental Health and Safety Profession, and uh, it's over on Amazon. You should totally, totally go check it out. Full disclosure, I haven't dug into it. It's on my reading list, but I've heard so many awesome things about it, and I'm, you, you should go check it out. You should definitely go check it out if you're thinking about maybe starting into this profession, or maybe if you just want to go back and kind of relive the uh, the good old days, kind of like, I think that's what I'm going to do is just kind of go back and reminisce on the good old days. Um, speaking of books, I've got to share with you. I've got a new one coming out in about a week or so. And this one has been, been getting worked on in the background for quite some time. And this book is called The 10 Ideas to Making Safety Suck Less. I've written a bunch of books about the, the safety profession, obviously, and kind of the sucks of the safety profession and how to kind of work through those sucks and kind of all those different things. But this is my first book really diving into doing safety better, right? It's, it's, it's this book with a focus on bringing these concepts of human and organizational performance to life within your organization. The, these kind of 10 ideas that I've kind of had emerge while I have been kind of working through this and in my real world experiences with kind of leading this transformational change and kind of practicing safety and human and organizational performance uh, within and around high risk organizations and industry. So go check it out if you want to learn more about the book. So I've got to tell you, the links aren't live yet because the book's not out yet. Uh, it'll be on Amazon. On, it'll be on all those places. But if you want to learn more about the book, you can head over to www.the10ideas.com. And that's one zero. So the one zero ideas.com. The 10 ideas.com. And you can get a quick look at kind of what the book's about, all that kind of sort of stuff. You can look at the 10 ideas, all, all the kind of cool stuff. So definitely head over, check that out. Once the book is live, you'll be able to you'll be able to click those links and get over to the book and buy copies and all that kind of sort of stuff. But but even more fun. So even more fun than that. We're gonna be giving away like a bunch of copies of this. Like I don't know exactly how many. So it's, I guess I'll give them away until I just decide. I have no clue. I'm thinking like 10, 15, 20, somewhere, somewhere in that kind of range, right? Completely what, whatever I feel like giving away. But if you want to enter to win a free physical copy of this book, and I've got to say U.S. only, that's it's, I, I, the whole shipping international thing. I don't know if you're internet if if you're outside of the United States and you want to try to win a copy. I'm sure we could come up with a way to get you a copy or or, or a digital copy or something. But if you're interested in entering to win the book, head over to win the. 10, that's one zero. So when the 10.com and there's a couple steps there. So it's super duper easy. You got to go over and you got to use the first step to basically fill out your information. So I know where to send a book. Like that's super helpful. If you win a book that I know where to actually send the book to. The second step is, is to make sure that you go over and you follow me on LinkedIn. And there's a little post thing that you can share to let me know that you have entered into the, uh, the book giveaway. And then step three is just like, hang out and uh, like drink a beer. Like, I don't know, go, go hang 
hang out by the pool. Um, go do whatever it is that you do to to relax because then you just kind of wait until the book comes out and see if you won. And then if you did win, I'll reach out to you and I'll let you know it's coming. And uh, then you'll get a really cool book in the mail. And it's, it's just like that. Just like that. So again, check out the book over at the10ideas.com. And if you want to enter to win the book, you can check that out at winthe10.com. And that's 10 one zero. And uh, that's it. I wanted to share that with you before we jumped into today's episode because I am super, super pumped about this one. Uh, again, it's just exciting. It's just it's it's just exciting. I think you're gonna like it. I can't I can't wait to hear what you think about it. So with all that being said, all that kind of you know announcement stuff that we do at the beginning of this thing, kind of out of the way. Oh, yeah, and check out the website, www.thehopner.com, all that kind of sort of stuff. Oh, I always forget that one. Here we go. Let's jump in and hang out with uh, Chance Roberts. I'll start with kind of the first question that I, that I start with with most people, and it's, uh, okay. who are you? <laughs> uh, I, well, my name is Chance Roberts. Uh, first and foremost, I'm a Christian. I'm a husband. I own a small farm. So I got a couple donkeys. My wife would probably get upset if I didn't mention them. <laughs> got a got three dogs. Um, so I'm just a, a small town farmer. You know, kind of grew up on a on a farm farming operation, and so um, you know I I like to do that. And then also, you know, for my job, I'm a I'm a safety practitioner as well. Um, so I've spent time. Um, as a coordinator, specialist, you know, um, all the way up to corporate management roles and then into regional director roles, too. Um, but outside of outside of kind of the safety realm, um, I like to hunt and fish um, outdoorsmen. I, I spent the whole last week on top of mountains in Colorado trout fishing and, and hiking, and uh, my wife and I had a blast doing that. So I enjoy bow hunting and and uh and reading i love to read love to learn so uh like uh, like you say a lot about nerd now I'm, I'm i'm kind of the same way over a lot of different things so that uh, that rabbit hole uh, takes you deep right takes you deep man, that, that whole reading <laughs> thing. it definitely does it definitely does um I love coffee too. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> so, so any anyone that uh, yeah anyone that follows along, man, they know like they know that this is this is absolutely a requirement, you know, you at all, all times of the day. I don't know what time it is where you're at right now. It's about five p.m. So this is a nice <laughs> evening. It would be what you're yeah eight right around eight yeah eight, eight yeah kind of yeah it would be it's a little too late for me i'll be up for about <laughs> next day if i if i drink some now so. <laughs> well i just have to manage to stay awake until at least about nine so if i can if i can stay up till about nine you know you know the grown-up bedtime of 9 p.m um and then uh then i'll yeah, be okay <laughs> well speak speaking if it of wasn't the, for my wife i wouldn't make it i wouldn't make it that far so <laughs> I'm kind of one of those people that uh, if I sit down for more than a few minutes and I'm not busying myself with something, then yeah, it's I'm, I'm right there with you, <laughs> I'm right there with you. So speaking <laughs> speaking of the nerding out and kind of those things, and we'll we'll, we'll jump into to the book because you wrote a book. We'll talk about that in just a second. Um, but how did you find yourself into the safety profession? I always find it really interesting to ask people this question because there's so many varied paths to finding your way into this wonky thing that we call the professional practice of occupational safety and health, right? It's, 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 it's a winding road. There's, there's varying roads and they're all kind of winding and crooked and super interesting. So how did you find yourself in the role of a safety practitioner? 
yeah, so I, I actually did go to school for it. Um, I went to Southeastern Oklahoma State University in Duran, Oklahoma. Um, bachelor's and master's degree from a great program there. Um, but prior to that, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, and so I guess I got my uh, undergraduate studies in and I served on a, a mission trip um, to China where we did college campus evangelism, or evangelism excuse me, for three colleges in a city of 17 million people. Wow. And while I was over there, I just witnessed a, a ton of um, just uh, safety-related things that kind of st- stood out to me. Um, so a little bit of background. My dad, he grew up, or excuse me, he was uh, the head of maintenance for Michelin Tire Company out of Ardmore, Oklahoma for um, over 30 years. He was in maintenance, and so he was kind of the safety lead for them, and he had, ta- had kind of planted that bug um, in my ear in the past, but it, you know, it didn't really stick with me until I was on this trip. And so I'm over there, and I see con- they have like a national nap time, or at least they did in the in the city I was in. And there would be construction workers laying next to open manholes, like really big, bigger than typical manholes here um, to, for their sewage systems. And you know anybody could walk up and fall in. They could have rolled off in it, um, things like that. And then you know, construction workers, they didn't. You know, they wore Crocs or flip-flops, no hard hats, um, no safety glasses. And then if you ask them, you know, what happens if somebody gets hurt? They say, well, they we just they just replace me or, you know, something like that. So it's kind of like people are a commodity mm-hmm. over there. And, but the, the one thing that really, really, um, I guess, uh, the, the straw that broke the camel's back was we were walking past this guy's individual shop, and it had been raining a lot. And uh, it was kind of at a decline. And so we looked down in his shop, and it's flooded. And um, he's doing electrical work above his head on, like, a metal ladder and, like, three foot of standing water. Um, And his light's on around him, so I figured it was live. You know, I didn't know. And so we kind of got the the translator and said, hey, um, can you get him down without scaring him um, and just have him come over and have a conversation with us? because I didn't want to cause an incident. And so they got him down and <clears throat> brought him over, and we kind of you know, talked to him about the hazards of what he was doing, and he was genuinely um, surprised. He had no idea. Um, he, he honestly told us he had no business doing that. Um, I think he had hired an electrical contractor to come do it for him, and they couldn't make it, and so he was just trying to do it himself. And and so that was really the, the thing – the, the instance where I felt like God was telling me, hey, man, um, I think, you know, safety is for you. And I went back home and enrolled in our safety program. Wow. That's yeah. So. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> and back, back to my point. Anyone that goes back and listens through uh, 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 any of these episodes, especially when we have on um, safety practitioners in particular, um, every single one of these stories is so wildly different. And I just find them so interesting to see how people kind of find their way into this job. Uh, it's one, th- one thing that really resonates with me from that is this idea that your dad was kind of hinting at you to like go into this job because <laughs> mine did the same thing. And, uh, at the time, um, I didn't know what the heck that meant. <laughs> like I'd never really been exposed right. to a uh, safety as a profession, uh, other than maybe a safety officer on a fire crew. Like that was probably the closest thing that I'd kind of seen to that, you know, up until, you know, venturing my way away from kind of emergency services and more into, uh, 
into uh, heavy industry, you know, and then I kind of started to come across safety people. I'm like, what the heck is that job? You know, and I was, I was fortunate <laughs> enough that I got to experience like the good, the bad and the ugly of kind of the, the professional mm. practice of safety. And I just, right. I'll leave it at that. Maybe that's a whole nother episode that I can, I can jump, jump into some <laughs> of that stuff. But it was, it was really interesting because it was, uh, I guess in my particular case, um, my dad had kind of seen that he's like, this would probably be cool. Like this might fit well for you. And I'm like, heck no. I want to go do something cool. I want to get on an ambulance. I want to get on a police car. I don't, I want to do right. something fun, man. And safety at the time did not seem like something that would be fun. I was like, that looks kind of boring. Fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, he mentioned it to me and he was like, I, I can kind of foresee this, uh, opportunity and safety is growing. And, uh, at the time I was like, whatever, I just want to get to school. Cause um, he had always talked about making me throw tires at Michelin and that's something I didn't want to do <laughs> in a 110 degree yep. heat. And so I was like, I'm going to go to school. I don't know what for, but I'm going to go to school. <laughs> and so, um, I did. And, you know, he, he's, he's safe kind of, I guess. <laughs> I don't really know. It was funny to hear him kind of push that or, or, you know, back that, um, because I, you know, I, I grew up working with him. <laughs> and so, um, that was pretty interesting, but. How cool, man. How cool. Sure. Well, so I'd kind of hinted at it that you had, uh, that you had written a book. And so full disclosure, I, I, I kind of, we had a little bit of an interaction on and some comments on LinkedIn and mm-hmm. I'll plug that right now that if you're not following chance or myself, you probably should go do that on LinkedIn right now. That's a, <laughs> that's a great place to get, uh, get some tons of good information, uh, around kind of what we've got going on. Um, but I'd kind of disclose this in those comments that I have not read your book yet. I'm super excited to read it. Like right. any, anything that Alan, Alan Wolford recommends is usually like gold. So, um, he, the, your right. book comes with a strong recommendation from Alan. I haven't quite got to it yet because I've got a whole <laughs> stack of, you can't see this kind of down below here that I have like a whole <laughs> stack of books that I'm working through for uh, some projects and some other kind of just general reading that I'm doing, but it, it's on the list. Yeah. It's, 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 it's on the list. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> so for, for some, I'm glad it made absolutely, the list. man. I've, I've heard so many amazing <laughs> things about it. Um, and it was, uh, it was way up high there on some of the bestseller stuff too, I think. Right. So you, did you, did you get to number yeah, one? Was it on number bit. one for a while? Yeah, nice, it was for a little bit. I had a, a li- I had enough time to, go uh screenshot it <laughs> and then it was gone so <laughs> uh, but i did get a little proof so for for any of those folks out there that haven't thrown something uh thrown a book out there that is like like giddy school kid feeling when you go and you look and you're like holy crap it's number one i gotta take a picture before it goes away <laughs> <laughs> so sure. I'd, I'd heard i'd heard somebody uh i always kind of tempered my reactions a little bit with that but you can't right you're super pumped because I'd, I'd heard uh, I was spending some time with Todd Conklin at one point, and he had, he kind of mentioned that uh, talking about safety books in general. I don't remember the exact conversation. It's probably on one of the podcasts a while back. And he's like, "Yeah, I launched a new book. You know, it becomes like the number one book in safety, but that only means that you have to sell like three copies, <laughs> right? Because it's safety books, right? Like it's just safety people. <laughs> right. I always got a kick out of that, man. So every time I go look, I'm like, ah, yeah, okay, Todd, three copies." <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've I've heard I've heard amazing things, and I'm super pumped to jump in and uh, and get to read that because it focuses around the profession itself, right? Uh, which is a thing that I know that uh, a lot of us out there are super passionate about. Is um, for me in particular, a lot of this focus is on how do we leave the profession better than maybe how we found it, right? Because a lot of us 
Um, I don't know your age, but uh, I'm, I'm assuming that you've been in this for at least a second. You probably walked into a profession mm-hmm. that looked wildly different now than what it what it did when you first walked into it, right? And uh, I, sure. I'd like to think that a lot of that is maybe through our efforts of our folks that are kind of more mid-senior, kind of in this world, um, kind of mid-career in this world of trying to drag it maybe out of some of the dark ages, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe in, into the light a little bit, maybe into a more enlightened profession. Um, but for those folks out there, like I was saying, myself included, what's the book about? Yeah, so it's titled The Beginner's Guide to the Environmental Health and Safety Profession. So it's, it's a mouthful in itself. Um, but really what I try to do with this book is to give some guidance into those who are considering, um, you know, the environmental health and safety career path, whether that um, they chose to go that route through, you know, college education, whether they, you know, decide later in life they want to do that or whether they get basically voluntold by their organization that you know you're you're now safety um and so i tried to to write it in more of a conversational tone um i do enjoy um technical reading and and things like that um especially for reference material um but i i wanted to write this more conversationally um to be able to appeal to everyone um especially those who who may not know more the technical terms and stuff like that and so um the book kind of talks about you know what ehs professionals do or what you can expect um it talks about some of the the pros and the cons to becoming um an ehs uh, practitioner um and then you know some of the cons are are outlined in your book safety sucks and so um it was it was neat to to read through your book and and see that align as well um it's got tips and tricks on resume job interviews um it talks about setting goals and how to reach those goals um, and then it gives resources uh, different types of resources and since i published the book that's probably the one thing i would update is uh you know there's a lot more resource material out there than i could probably just put a whole book together of available resources and so um but it was neat and most recently i actually um the uh, the University of Finley in, in Finley, Ohio, um, has adopted the book for um, their entry-level classes. So that's kind of the first uh, shout-out to them. That's kind of the first partnership I've had um, with this book. But it's really geared towards helping those make a decision that are interested in, in joining the field. That's, that's super vital, too. I think that's that's uh, obviously you, you you filled something there that was missing, right? Um a lot of this conversation that I that I have around the profession in general really focuses on this thing. We talked about those varied paths that kind of lead someone into becoming a safety practitioner. There are more of those paths. It seems like available now. I guess more um, more formal paths. You'd mentioned kind of going through like a university program and kind of finding yourself there. But where it still seems to struggle in our world, at least, is there's this kind of general lack of safety mentorship. You kind of get lucky or you don't, right? I was super right. lucky, right? I, I don't know your experiences with that. We can jump into that maybe in a second. But I got I got kind of super lucky kind of finding some folks that were doing safety, like that was that was their day job, 
um, while I was working more into uh, kind of the craft world in nuclear power generation. And then they're like, okay, yeah, like if you're super interested, we can kind of help you. You got to do this, this, and this, and this. And then I might give you a little bit of a chance here and see how you do. And, you know, kind of that real like mentorship thing. I've been lucky enough to have a few of those, um, several of them that I'm, that, that, have long since retired that I still stay in kind of constant contact with about certain things. Um, but you know, I, just listening to you describe that, those are, that, that helps to maybe fill some of that gap, right. For folks that don't necessarily have right. that, like phone, a safety friend, you know, be like, Hey, I'm not, right. I'm, I haven't started in this world yet. I have a degree or maybe I don't, or I have a certification or I have this, how, what the heck should my resume look like? Like what, what are, what are people that are hiring, hiring for safety pros or safety roles actually looking for? What, uh, you know, what's valuable as far as continuing education? What's this, what's that? Just kind of those general questions that you just don't really, you can kind of Google it and find somebody selling you something a lot of times, but you don't really get those good answers, you know? So it, it sounds like your book really might kind of fill that gap, which is super needed around that kind of mentoring space. Yeah, I think um, in speaking to mentors, um, <clears throat> I mention that in the book and I highlight that. Like I, if I could highlight one thing, it would be probably that. I mean, it's huge. Um, I didn't have a, a mentor maybe per se as far as like the safety field. Um but I did have some mentors and like building relationships um, and some other key aspects of, of safety, you know, safety roles. Um, and so um, John Weston being one of those guys, he's, he's retired now too. Um, and so he, you know, he, he mentored me on that front. Um, <clears throat> I did have a great mentor um, that was a professor of mine, uh, Dr. Wayne Jones. And, you know, I've always asked him for like career advice and guidance and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but it was more of that long-term guidance and not like day-to-day kind right. of, um, you know, mentorship. And so I do think that's very important. And I kept getting asked all the time, like, how'd you get into safety? You know, like how, how would I do it? What are some ways or avenues, you know, um, do you have any resume tips, um, and stuff like that? And so I, I tried to find a resource for, you know, specifically safety professionals. I couldn't right. find one. And so I was like, well, there's a gap. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to fill it. Um, and like you said, and, and that's, you know, how the, how the book kind of came about. And, and actually, I have a website. It's uh, safety-chance.com. And if you go to it, I have a free mentorship program. Um, I am selective um, with, who, with who I choose because I want them to, you know, um, <clears throat> be invested in this career. And I know that it's not for everyone. So, you know, we, we have an initial discussion and talk about um, that and, and read the book um, together and, and talk over that just to make sure we, we believe it's right for them. But that is something that I that I want to continue to offer for for free too. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I didn't realize it. That's that's a that's a huge thing to give away, right? I, I think that's that's powerful, man. That's awesome. Well, yeah, so anyone that. out there that's in search of a mentor, there you go. Selective, but worth the opportunity <laughs> to apply, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and, uh, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they want to get mentored <laughs> by me. <laughs> well, well, you know what? What I found in kind of this profession in general is that you know you can you can learn a lot, right? Obviously, kind of pre pre jumping into the field 
with safety. Mm-hmm. But there's so much of that. And I think this is where the mentor piece is crucial, uh, especially in the long haul or e- even into some of the day to day stuff. Um, there's so much of that that you have to kind of learn by doing. Right. There's just so much of it that you just you just sure. can't you just can't relay on to someone. You just can't teach someone. You have to you have to learn it through earning the calluses. Right. And, so, and sometimes you're right. earning those calluses on your hands and sometimes you're earning them on your butt from somebody chewing on it. Right. But, but you, you kind of <laughs> got to earn them and you kind of got to learn those lessons and figure out how to manage through some of those things on your own. And having that mentor there to kind of that's been there, done that, seen that type of thing uh, is is really helpful right. right it's it's really helpful to kind of keep you kind of moving in the right direction in some cases keep you in the profession because things can get rather challenging from from time to time especially based on uh, what organization you work for sometimes right things things can get a little interesting in <laughs> our profession in particular right? <laughs> so having having that ability to uh, to have a mentor there that's a phone call away or you know uh being able to see them at work or, or wherever, right, is 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 super powerful, especially to an, to any safety professional, in my opinion, no, no matter where you find yourself in your career, but especially as you first start to kind of toe in the water, you know, of, of doing this stuff right. practically in the field. 100% agree. Um, I, yeah, 100% agree. If I could emphasize anything, um, you know, you, <clears throat> and uh, I, college isn't for everyone. Um, you know, I, I chose – safety in college one of the other reasons was it was kind of more hands-on you know i got to do confined space um has whopper hazmat stuff and you know it wasn't you know just full lecture all the time and so that was one aspect that i enjoyed of it or enjoyed about it um but it but it it's not going to teach you everything it's like you said you you know you you got to build those calluses and you know, I remember, you know, early on in my career, I was thrown into some fires and, you know, you either, you either sink or swim and, uh, you know, it builds character. But, but having those people that you can talk to, um, to ask questions that have been through it, um, like you said, it, you know, it's, it's extremely yeah, valuable. Absolutely. For sure. So you mentioned, you mentioned in the book that you took this kind of dive, this, this sounds like a kind of a deep dive into maybe some resources and stuff for for folks out there. So you already kind of mentioned that they can head over to your website and you sounds like you got some resources there, including some mentoring um, and not, not to like put you on the spot or anything, but um, what are some resources that kind of come to mind or kind of first of mind um, when you're thinking about maybe somebody new to this profession or, or whoever, but maybe somebody new to this profession that that's looking around at safety, needing some help, maybe in one of their first jobs, figuring some stuff out, where, where would you kind of point them to? Um, I mean, there's a couple of different places, you know, I think, um, there's some good, um, I think there's a lot of good information out there from a lot of different topics and, and, and places. So, you know, it's kind of hard to say I would point them to this just direction or, or another. That's kind of why I, you know, wrote the book. Um, I, you know, I, I would, I don't want to say I'd point them to my book. That's okay. You can would, say that you know, for sure. You starting, can say that. <laughs> yeah, starting out, I, I might, I mean, that's the reason I wrote it. You know, I think some of the, some of the ones I outline, um, and it's not all, um, you know, technical or, or, um, like for example, I list some like TikTok uh, pages and stuff like that. So some, co- you know, comedic relief, um, type things. And, um, but, <clears throat> 
I mean, you can get uh, good information um, just to, to name a you know a couple of, of companies out there. The Safety Dojo, um, it's one that I've relatively um, newly found out about, but um, I think they're dedicated to progressing newly new EHS professionals as well. Um, in some regard, um, Safeopedia, that's another one. You know, I listen to their podcasts and and subscribe to their YouTube and and things like that. Um, I'm actually going to an Oklahoma Safety Council conference next month. So, you know, your national safety uh, councils and and American Society of Safety Professionals, they have free resources and and, uh, some of them even offer mentorships as well. Um, And so, you know, there's a lot of a lot of information out there. Um, I I found a lot of it through um, just Google searches over, you know, my eight year career. And uh, some of the stuff really stuck and I use a lot of their stuff. And then some of the stuff, you know, I may pick and choose a couple things. from. No, that's awesome. I I really I really appreciate the fact that you kind of highlight um, I don't know why we still call them alternative media sources, right? When when we're when we're talking about <laughs> stuff like TikTok, YouTube, podcasts, like we're we're sitting here podcasting, right? That's right. an alternative media source. Um, we we talk about all these things that are not like official outlets or publications, um, but I think nowadays, especially just where we find ourselves as safety pros, it seems like we went from having like zero safety podcasts to having like a million safety podcasts, which is I, I think is a great thing. And I, I, similar with with safety books, right? We went from kind of having like a small handful of like very specific safety books, kind of I don't want to pick on some of them, but they were they were kind of dull, drab, more procedural kind of stuff, more technical stuff, which is super right. helpful to that side of it. Not so much to maybe some of the side that maybe you or I kind of dig into or address within the profession, you know. Um, but to kind of see like this 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 math this kind of massive growth of like just resources in general from books and podcasts and right. TikToks and YouTube stuff. One one of the people that always first comes to mind is one of my one of my buddies, James McPherson, uh, in the UK that 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 has rebranding safety over on YouTube and just like the videos that he puts mm-hmm. out. Now some of the technical stuff clearly is a little different than what we kind of face here stateside. But uh, his video right. on kind of like you're thinking of getting into the safety profession, uh, all that stuff is great, right? I think those are great resources that folks just kind of take a few minutes to kind of go check those things out. There's just a ton. There's way more information out there than, than when me or you started, right? There's way more stuff. Like not, not, yes. not, to like, not to like bash people and be like, you kids got it way easier nowadays type of thing, but kind of <laughs> sort of, right? There's a tons of stuff and tons of resources. Yeah. And I think it's just awesome to see that kind of growth. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I'm really I'm really new to the, the safety podcast. You know, I, I started listening to rebranding. I started listening to this one, obviously, Alan's, you know, Diary of a Bald Man. Um, I kind of just <laughs> went all out. So anytime I'm ever traveling or mowing the lawn or doing anything at all, you know, I'm popping a podcast on and uh, the Safety Justice League. So kind of just um, <clears throat> listening to a lot of them, um, like you said, and and the book space, I mean, with uh, yours in, in the background there that we Got can see, uh, there, Safety yeah, Sucks and, and the others. Yeah, um, they, they were great, great perspectives, um, things that people need to know, I think, coming into the field. Um, and so – it's like you said, yeah. I guess I guess they're you know still titled as alternative, but they but they are really becoming more um, more popular, you know. And and I think it's good, I, you know. 
you can have two different authors of a similar kind of idea book, but their different perspective, their different exactly. stories yeah. um, can really um, can really you know uh, connect with certain readers uh, versus others. So um, it's really neat to see you know even multiple books over the the same uh, topics and ideas. Yeah, I, I think I think it's absolutely phenomenal. Like you said, you know, when I kind of went down the path of of the original Safety Sucks book, it was. It was with this idea of not trying to scare people away from the profession, but trying to at least prepare them for maybe the gnarly little bits that most people just don't tell you about, right? That they're just kind of like, right. yeah, go have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of, it was kind of the same concept as you as you're kind of mentioning with your book is this idea of, of preparing folks kind of for those things. I, I kind of, I, I called that book more of a problem statement, I guess, more than anything else where the manifesto maybe dives a little bit more into some of, some of those kind of fixes from the overarching standpoint, you know, of the profession. So I, I'm, I'm with you, man. I think that there's this, there's a lot of power in the thinking that's going on in the safety space now. Right. And we kind of hinted at that a little bit earlier that the profession is way different than where it was two or three years ago, much less five, 10, 20, right. That right. we're just in a much better, better place. We're, we're, we're kind of seeing a, a, a huge shift in thinking, not only around the ways that we approach the safety of work, which is obviously kind of our bread and butter. Right. Um, but, but how we take care of ourselves, right. how, 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 what this profession should look like and really getting into the nuts and bolts of, of what's a really impactful role for a safety practitioner. And for me personally, that was the fear of maybe kind of where we were kind of at before is that, are we really getting the most bang for the buck right. of just like using the safety professional as a punching bag when something bad happens? Like, I don't think that that's the wisest use of, of, of those funds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just as one example. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love how you, you, you wrote a book about that, you know, like that's uh, I read that book and I was like, Man, this is great because what does actually matter? You know, like it's something there's so many different um, <clears throat> key indicators and, you know, KPIs and stuff. And, you know, you, <laughs> one one place will focus on this one. Another one will focus on this other KPI. And <clears throat> so I, I, I really enjoyed in reading through that because it, it was a que it's a question that I would say, you know, most safety professionals yeah. have. Yeah. Um, and so I think it was important to outline for sure. So this is kind of like my, my, my million dollar question. Right. And so I, I don't know how, how it, how it kind of came about, but it's our infamous question here and it's any last words. And so however that came about, I don't know, but it's like this, it's like you're, you're getting ready to go to the executioner, right? It's like any final words, any last words, but any last words, any, any pro tips, any go do's for, for whoever out there, safety practitioners, new ones, old ones, people in the middle leaders, whatever, uh, any, any pro tips, ideas, thoughts, go do's, anything that's kind of like burning on, you know, in your heart, in your mind that you'd like to share with folks out there. Yeah, I think uh, for me, what I would tell people is to um, is to always continue to grow and learn. Um, I think with technology and just you know safety in general, and and all the um, all the advances that we're seeing, you know, we'll never ever come close to knowing everything. And so I think it's it's really important to challenge yourself, um, continue to learn. And then also on top of that, I think building relationships is essential um, to 
building good foundations and, and, and cultures and stuff like that. And so I, I would um, really harp on um, the importance of, of learning some of those soft skills and, and developing those and um, just to be able to effectively communicate and build relationships, you know, from uh, all the way through the organization at all levels um, and then remain passionate. You know, if it's, if you find yourself, um, you know, eight, 10, 15 years in and that passion is just not there anymore, then it's time to, you know, reevaluate where you're at. Is this still something you want to do or um, would your time be better served somewhere else? Um, I think uh, passion is extreme, um, extremely key in, in this, this position as well. No, I love it, man. I think, I think that's great, great input. So, so people can find you. What was your website again? safety-chance.com nice and they can find the book on amazon all that kind of stuff it, yeah right? it's it's solely solely through amazon right gotcha now. So, so go yeah. check the book out on amazon and it's the beginner's guide to the beginner i don't guide i just don't want to misquote it health and okay gotcha no, <laughs> i don't want to butcher the name <laughs> of the people out there trying to buy your book and then they're like I don't know where this occupational beginner's book thing is at you know the, <laughs> i I butcher it to this day. So there's times I wake up and I can't even remember the name well, of it. So, either, you, you, so. You, you got the first rule accomplished of any safety book, right? Is it's got to have a title that's like two miles long. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Right. <laughs> so most <laughs> most safety books, that. you got to have a good long title, and, and then you got to have a good long tagline with it, right? It's got to got to got to got to right. have it. <laughs> well, man, I really appreciate you coming on and hanging out and. Uh, again, to anybody out there listening, make sure that you head over and check out Chance's uh, website, the book available on Amazon, all those kind of sort of fun things, and make sure that you follow along. Um, do you have any other social media other than LinkedIn that, I mean, I guess are related yeah. around the book that you want people to follow? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm fine with them. You know, looking me up on Facebook. I'm a part of those uh, big, you know, safety groups on there, U.S. safety professionals, stuff like that, um, and LinkedIn, and then just the website. Um, I guess I do have a TikTok as of recent. But <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, what's what's uh, the handle? You got you got to yeah, tell I, people where to find it. Oh man, I, I don't even remember. <laughs> well, if you send it to me, I'll make That's sure I include the TikTok handle in whatever post. So for anybody uh, out there listening, I'll, I'll drop it in the notes. And we'll make sure that it gets I out there. Appreciate it. Well, cool, man. Again, hey, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, man. again, thanks for coming thanks on, so dude. Much. This conversation is awesome. Look forward to doing it again soon. Well, 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 what did you think about that? Chance, Chance is just awesome, and it was just great to get to uh, get to know him, get, get to catch up with him, have a great conversation, and I'm just glad that you got to listen in on it here on the podcast. Make sure that you go support Chance by picking up his book, The Beginner's Guide to the Environmental Health and Safety Profession. Uh, go check out his website. He's doing all kinds of cool stuff. I mean, he's, he's giving away mentoring services. Like, he's really, really, like, doing something and giving back and trying to leave this profession profession better than how we found it. And that's so much of what we love around here, right here at the Hopner. That's so much of what we're focusing on is how we do safety better. And speaking of doing safety better, I've got to tell you just again, make sure that you keep an eye out 
for the new book. It's coming out in a couple weeks. If you want to enter to uh, enter the book giveaway, if you want a chance at getting uh, some free copies of it, make sure you head over to win the one zero win the 10.com. And if you want more information on the book, you can just go to the 10 ideas.com and you can look at those 10 ideas. You can kind of get an idea of what the book is about. And I think you're going to like it. I'm pumped for you to get your hands on it. It's this whole idea of like from a practitioner's standpoint, from a hot practitioner and safety practitioner's standpoint, what are the things that are important to bringing human and organizational performance to life? What are the tactical bits? Like what, what are the things you actually do to bring that to life within your organization? So I think it's going to be immensely valuable to you. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. Other than that, make sure you check out the website, www.thehopnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media. Follow me on LinkedIn. That's where I'm really the most active of, of anything. And if you're looking for human and organizational performance, uh, coaching, fundamentals, consulting, learning team stuff, culture stuff, you know how to get a hold of me. I can get you right there on the calendar real quick. It is thehopnerd at gmail.com. And until next time, that is all I've got. Bye, everybody. Bye.